Hey, welcome to the table. You're with Andy and Janine Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And we want to have a quick conversation with you this week around Asbury, what's happening in Asbury, what's been happening. And just by the way, it's not there. It's actually all over the place. In Georgia, in Northern California, in multiple campuses across the states. And that's not even touching on what's happening around the world with what God is doing in moving the hearts of people with a tenderness, really. So we wanted to chat quickly about obviously what God's been doing and then what we're doing personally because not everybody can go to Asbury and actually God is where you are. So what can you practically do to lean into what God is doing in the earth in our time that we want to be a part of? That's right. And this really came out of a conversation that we had when we were walking the dogs one morning and I said, I'm really concerned that people would look to Asbury as the main thing. And once Asbury shut its doors and said, you can't come and be. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I missed out. No, you didn't miss out. Actually, it, it was a great decision because it spread it out into the nation and beyond. And I said, Tandy, I would hate for people to miss out on uh, what God's doing actually in your home, in your church, in your small group, with your kids because you're looking for the big meeting and there's so much more going on than just what's happening in the big meetings love what's happening love what's happening in in the big worship services love what's happening in all those places but love even more that it's happening in homes and it's happening in families all around the nations of the earth so let's just talk first about some of the things that we're seeing happen in our family yeah that'd be great now we didn't tell them about this so we won't use their names but anyway, tell us. <laughs> we have one son. <laughs> yes, okay, maybe we have to buy them off. But Ice what, cream probably Okay, works. since the start of this year, I mean, we're obviously hearing God say, lean in. And we talked just in the last podcast about some of those things and what we're doing practically and what we're hearing and how we're leaning in, responding to what he's saying. But uh, firstly, what are we observing in and around our life and family with clearly what the Lord is doing right now? Well, I think one of the exciting things is, is what's happening for our son. And I think the difference for me is I feel like it's the kindness of the Lord to me because I've always prayed for our kids. But in this last season, I've been praying specifically for them to encounter the Lord in a new way. Now, they're at col- the col- think college-age kids. Yeah, so college-age kids, not not in our home. Our oldest one is the only one that's at home uh, right now. So we started getting messages from our son saying, hey, what was the first one? It was, hey, Dad, thanks for giving me that book. It really inspired me. And I said to Andy, well, ask him what it inspired him to do. And it was and it was the book. It's a book about Navy, like this Navy SEAL. It's called Fearless, epic book, uh, pretty rough. And the guy dies in the end, but he's a devout believer. And what this did, it stimulated our son's walk with God. Yeah, so he's, hey, Dad, thanks so much for giving me, it inspired me. And when we asked him, what did it inspire you to do? He basically said to live life to the fullest and to do everything for the glory of God. We're like, well, when your 18-year-old son is telling you that and he's off at college for the first time, that's that's good news. And then he started saying things like that. he'd been asked to be part of the leadership training team for FCA and he was... FCA is... Uh, fellowship of Christian athletes and so he's doing that which means he's in church uh, you know every Sunday morning and he's biking nine miles to go to church and it's church outside under the trees and he's loving it 
and he's starting to talk about what God's talking it's Florida, to him about. Florida, by the way, not Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's in Florida, so it's a little warmer. But uh, it's like we've had three or four interactions now where he has just said, hey, Dad. Another one was, hey, Dad, thanks for living as a godly man and, and teaching me what a godly man looks like for being committed to the Lord, and it's really inspiring. So when, again, when you're young. An 18-year-old is doing that it makes your heart happy and it just has been so unusual how much uh that he's been impacted in the short season he, he called the other day called on facetime and he looked like he had not a guilty secret but something that was making his heart very happy and i said did you find a girl or what's going on and and he kind of went quiet and he said no no it's not that and finally said is this just jesus that your connection with Jesus, and he went, yeah, actually it is. It's my connection with Jesus is just making my heart really glad. And he's starting to see favor, so he's just been invited, one of three kids in his uh, his particular unit to be invited to do the honors program. So it it's exciting to see those things as well as his connection with the Lord so just growing. We want to just highlight, I mean, that's one of four, and with others they're making courageous decisions uh, another one who's at home with us, who's 22, is just leaning into our own relationships, own connections with God and church. So I love what Janine said, is it's not just a tenderness and leaning in towards God. It's actually they're building relationships, healthy relationships. They're engaging. Uh, our son was at his first grappling tournament, which is wrestling and jujitsu. Like it's He's yeah, it's not just sitting around singing kumbaya. They're actually <laughs> engaging in what they're doing with excellence, but they want to do it to the glory of God. And it's this tenderness towards God that's increasing. What about you personally? So we've talked about this a number of times that it's kind of ironic to me that the way that the Lord has tenderized my heart is oftentimes it's been in our own events, to the Heaven and Business events. So we've done a number of workshops over the last six months. And we'll often have a time of reflection, a time of just pausing and asking the Lord to answer a particular question. Well, I've answered the questions that we ask a thousand times, so I kind of cheat and ask the Lord different questions. So one of those, uh, I think last October-ish, was talking about, well, I don't even know the question I asked, but I know the answer was the Lord said, you need to see yourself as a co-owner of heaven and business rather than the wife of the owner. And so that started to change uh, how I carried myself within our business and how I started to see myself as a person. And so it's just been this um, slow progression of the Lord dialoguing with me in a greater way and then me responding. And more and more tenderly, I think, you know, we've just been to this conference at Life Center and in the worship, just him encountering me and then stewarding that and what I mean by that is that I'll go back and reflect on those things again and and meditate on what he said what he's you know how, how I interacted um, with him over that time and actually nurture my own heart in my relationship just like you would nurture a relationship in the natural it's nurturing your relationship with the Lord so um, yeah I just think paying attention to that and I think I didn't make it to Asbury. I didn't have the opportunity to do that. But I don't feel like I missed out. I feel like the Lord is the opportunity for us to encounter him in a new way is everywhere. And we can get so caught up with I have to get to a meeting or I have to do this. We have FOMO of what if I don't get there, I'm going to miss out. 
and instead just actually I can just pause and feel his presence. Um, even when Andy went to Asbury, I was kind of like, oh, that's a bummer that it's one of the few trips that I'm not traveling. And I thought, actually, we're one. So anything he gets, I get anyway. But you don't have to be married to somebody who's been to Asbury to be encountered by the Lord because he's so tender towards his people and he so wants to meet with you. All it really takes is you putting your hand up and saying, yeah, pick me. So don't miss, don't miss it because you're looking for the big thing. So I want you to hear, number one, God's moving. Uh, number two, Asri was one expression of many of that. Number three, don't get distracted or FOMO, fear of missing out from what's happening in a particular event. If you can get to something like that or oh, what's happening cool. in these, the baptism revivals in Georgia or these churches all over the place in every country, where things are, God is really, really moving. So if you can, by all means, go there, get in that, that environment because it stimulates so much. But what we're trying to highlight is there's things going on in our family and in our lives where we're actually responding to God's leading. And that was before we heard of what happened early February in uh, in Asbury. It, yeah, it like, was all happening before then. So what are we practically doing to lean in? And this is what we want to encourage you, real practical, and one of those things is as a couple, we've set our alarm together and in the mornings and we're actually getting up earlier together so that we can protect that time, which we have individually, but we sit together. Janine has her porridge and I have my cereal and I have a coffee and she has like some liquid colored water. Tea. Tea. Yeah. Nice so tea. we have our own kind of rhythms and routines, but we've, we're getting up earlier, leaning into that, protecting that time because we feel like that's the most important thing. That's what we're doing ourselves. What else are we doing? Well, that means we also have to be more disciplined in going to bed a little bit earlier. And so there's, uh, there is an aspect of just being disciplined. I think the other thing that we're doing is, um, and this goes back to don't miss what God is doing. You know, we're in a new church. It's a smaller church. And so we're used to being uh, at a big church with fancy worship. And now suddenly we're at a smaller church and it's quieter. And again, it would be easy to miss what the Lord's doing. And so um, intentionally leaning in, in the worship times then. And also seeing that we can be agents of change there. So perhaps others aren't necessarily as excited or aware of what the Lord's doing. So instead of going in and being grumpy, like it's not what we're used to, going in and saying, well, we can be the ones that, um, like if I encounter the Lord, then I, in a sense, I'm inviting others into seeing that that's possible. So seeing yourself as a change agent wherever you go, leaning in and bringing the encounter rather than expecting an Asbury or a, another thing to make it happen for you. You make it happen. You see that you carry an encounter with the Lord and wherever you go, yeah, that so that's possible. So don't wait for someone else. What else are you doing in the middle of the night? Yeah, so I kept waking at about 3 night after night after night and I would for the first little while I was just I would turn my little light on and read my novel to turn my brain back off and go back to sleep and then the Lord just reminded me of a season where uh, when our kids were little back in New Zealand where I would get up and I would sit by the fireplace I'd stoke up the fire and I would just sit in the rocking chair by the fireplace and meet with him and I felt like he reminded me of that season so when I wake at three now I drag my butt out of bed and downstairs and now we have a little gas fireplace. I can push the button and the fire comes on oh. Oh, and there it is. 
and just intentionally now i tell you what my body does not is not happy it is not happy to get up at three o'clock in the morning and so the first few times i've done it it's been it's been slow i've had to talk my body into it to be really honest but I'm going back to the things that I did and re-meeting him in those things. And he's turning up and he's talking to me and it's wonderful. Um, I, I think too, it's the both sort of going back to the old wells where you've met yeah. the Lord and then being willing to, to dig new wells as it were. And so that looks like a different place where I'm praying in a different way that I'm praying. Um, and it's both of those things. It's the old and, and the new combined. So again, we're highlighting what's some practical things that you can do right now to engage with what God's doing so that you don't miss out. Actually, more so, so that you lean in and you're a part of what he is doing rather than a spectator or hearing about it from somewhere far off. And so a couple of things that I'm doing is one of the things I used to lead worship back in New Zealand. That's like over a decade ago. And so Janine was like, why don't you go grab a guitar? Like Because I haven't led it, haven't done that for quite a while, I felt like the season has changed. We actually sold our guitar. So we've actually invested in a brand new guitar and I've got that, it's out, and I'm playing it most days because my fingers hurt to start <laughs> with because I'm starting to re, like Janine said, redig that well so that worship is happening, another expression of that in our home or in our house. So that's another thing is actually going back to some of those things that you did at the first. And another one we're doing is, so I started this year, just leaned in intentionally, was saying, I want to spend one day each month planning, preparing, and just an extended time of prayer. And so I've been finding, like, where's their prayer house? There's a prayer house somewhere around here, or are there churches that have that? And so we found our local church, actually, it's 20 minutes away. And they, it turns out they've got a room that's set up for prayer. Now, it's an interesting room. It's like stepping into the 1980s. But hey, it's it's wonderful. It's there. And I can use that whenever I want. Just the quick phone call. There's another one that's two hours away. And that's actually a, like a really fantastic facility. So, But what I'm doing is intentionally setting aside time to do that, to listen, to hear. And it's not just time of that, but to start with the first part of it is just worship. Just spend time in worship, appreciating God for what he's doing. And then I'll journal and review what's what's happening. What am I celebrating? Where are we headed? What do I need to do? And so taking that time to do that. Yeah, I think, Andy, you mentioned um, being intentionally grateful. And I think that's a huge thing is just reviewing what has the Lord done. I was doing that again this morning, even financially. What has the Lord done for us? And looking at the miracles and both being content with what he's done and where he's brought us to. And then also that God, I believe there's more because if we have more, then we have more to give away and we have uh, the ability to give him glory in that. Um, the other thing that I think I'm doing is we I have a new vehicle. We got rid of, finally got rid of our family van that we've had for forever for our four kids. They're all off at college now and uh, got a new vehicle. And somehow that vehicle has become a real place of prayer. So I can get into my own little daydreaming world when I get in there and I try and very quickly bring myself back to the place where that's that's a place of prayer. So if I have to drive 20 minutes to the grocery store, that 20 minutes isn't wasted 20 minutes. Yeah. It's 20 minutes of just becoming aware of God's presence and praying specifically into areas. And to be honest, I'm praying for encounters for people. That's I find that that's my prayer for our family, for ourselves, 
but also for the anybody that's associated with us, that my prayer for you today is that you would encounter the Lord, that you would know his love, that you'd be swept off your feet, that there'd be something, and it would happen in a way that is, is a way that is important for you. So for me, um, I think I mentioned in the last podcast that it was about feeling chosen because I felt like no one had ever chosen me other than perhaps Andy right. chose, he chose to, to marry me. But I think that was a place in my heart that was tender, that felt lacking and that he came and encountered me for feeling chosen. Now that might not be what you need, but for whatever you need, whatever your heart needs, that you would encounter him that it would change the way that you see yourself, that it would change the way you see him, it would change the way you walk with him. And so that's my prayer for you today, that you would encounter him. So I've been praying that in my closet, which my my closet is literally my prayer closet because it's a big closet, um, but also in my car that I would reach out and pray for people and pray into areas, praying for healing for certain people that are in our lives that really need a miracle. So super practical, what can you do to lean into what God's doing right now. And if there's one thing, it's be intentional. And be intentional and time. It's actually finding time, making time, reusing time, redeeming time. Janine said, while you're driving, if you're driving somewhere, rather than just put on the radio, what if you just put on some worship? Uh, what if you take some time during your day? I've put it in my calendar, a mark, at, through the middle of the day to remind me, recenter, recenter, recenter. What can you practically to do to, to lean into what we're seeing and hearing God do and that we want to all be part of just some wonderful things that God's doing in the world right now. And most importantly, it's not just an event. It's a lifestyle. It's in your work. It's in your school. It's in your job. It's in your workplace. It's in your community. It's everywhere that you are. And that's what I would say too. I think the big thing that I wanted you to know is that just like if we pray for somebody for healing and they get a little bit better, we would celebrate the little bit better in order to see more coming because, you know, being 10% better, having 10% less pain is definitely better than 100% pain. And so in the same way, uh, celebrate. So we've been celebrating the things that the Lord's doing. One of our other daughters, she has some health issues and I've been specifically praying that the Lord would pick those health issues off one by one. And we've seen a couple of them just drop off her radar of not needing to worry about that and so we are celebrating together of yay he's starting to do it and we had a conversation the other day of like that thing that just happened that's the 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 cloud the size of a man's fist it's the little start it's the little indication that God is on the move and so I would encourage you to really celebrate the little things maybe your kids aren't walking with the Lord right now but you're just sensing a little bit of softening then celebrate and, and thank you, God, that you're, you're bringing renewal to my kids, even though they're not fully walking with you. So look for the things that he is doing and celebrate those. And that's the way we steward it and we usher in the more that he's wanting to do. So we bless you wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, that the Spirit of God just comes and floods you right yes. now, bringing peace, bringing wisdom, bringing favor, bringing clarity. But more than anything, that you feel his pleasure on you right now with the comfort of God surrounding you and if you enjoying this make sure that you share it share it with somebody else and join us join us online or in person heaveninbusiness.com and we'll be with you again next week